0: Welcome back to another edition of Trendy, presented by Oval Hall, the contest where we like to explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers, and the best way to wager at this moment is just tail Jen Piacenti on every single one of her picks. Jen, you are killing it right now. You are up 17.2 to 10.9. I think you just had an 11-unit night, and you can do no wrong. How are you doing this, Jen? How are you so good at this?
1: I think it's just beginner's luck, Toby. This is the first time I've been on Trendy and I've just got beginner's luck. That's all
0: it is. Stop trying to hustle me. It's too late. You okay, let it here's slip the truth, on- Toby. I'll yeah, tell you the truth. Go. I've got a trash can and inside it
1: are all the answers. <laughs> I go, I pick it up, I'm like, oh, this is what I should bet.
2: There you go.
0: Sure. How appropriate. How appropriate of a trash can for the beginning <laughs> of our conversation today. But you can't hustle me, Jed. You can't hustle me because I listened to Waiver Wire this week, and you let slip that you were the number one analyst in America on Sharp Rank. Is that true?
1: I was. Now I'm number two. Um, but oh, I think family. maybe after this week, because I did put them in there, that maybe we maybe have regained the title. We'll see.
0: What am I doing to myself? Why would I invite you on? I should just have bread on week after week with such a big setup. I'm
1: definitely going to disappoint everybody. So.
0: Well, I'll tell you what is not going to disappoint everyone, and that is the opening to our show. I already mentioned the trash cans. Now, Jen, you made one mistake this week, besides agreeing to come on at all and sullying your pristine reputation with this, uh, with this program, which is to tell me on Monday that you still remember all the words and all the tunes to Gilbert and Sullivan. And I can't say that I am very big in the Gilbert and Sullivan space. I wasn't around in the 1800s, and I can't quite understand and while they're still around today, but I never fail to log a fact that I might be able to use to throw my opponent off their game. And so you've agreed, because you are such a good sport, to do a little bit of Gilbert and Sullivan for us tonight. And while it would be a great honor and a great pleasure for the audience, if you just did the original version, that's not very fun. And so I went and looked at the Gilbert and Sullivan catalog and I thought about what they might write about and your real love, which is Major League Baseball. And since they cover comedic farces and they like to do a little bit of tragic elements, then there's nothing more in line, Jen, than your own Houston Astros and what they've been going through for the last decade. So putting it all together, I used AI to try to write a parody song in the tone of Gilbert and Sullivan to the tune of modern major general. Now you'll be pleased to know, and the audience might be pleased to know, that AI failed at its task, Jed. I sent it over to you. I sent it over to you. You're like, this does not fit the rhyme scheme. This does not fit the rhythm. This is nothing. This is junk. So robots, joke's on you. You cannot replace us yet, nor can you replace long dead composers. (laughs) Uh, However, I did take a moment during Thursday Night Football and I took the sentiments of the robots and I plugged it into a rhyme scheme that might actually fit the tune, sent it over to you, and you said it was re- still really bad, but you could make it work. I so, it- long way to set it up, Jed. Long way to set it up. But are you ready to debut a modern? Gilbert and Sullivan tune about your very own Houston Astros.
1: Okay, so I just want to say I did not write these lyrics for anybody that's listening. And oh, I'm going to alter still. them as we go along because I didn't have the time to, like, perfect them. I just kind of looked over it, okay? Uh-huh. And I also want to say that you're actually very prescient, Toby Margler, because Gilbert and Sullivan, they always... Were of the times. They were satirists of their times. That's what made them so funny. And so whenever I perform in a Gilbert and Sullivan opera nowadays, there's always updates. We always make a modern reference. We change verses in model major in, in, in all the songs. We always change one verse to apply to politics or whatever's going on. So you're very smart to do this. I have not I had a good sort of throat. So I'm just going to kind of patter through this. You're not going to yes, get a good please. melody here, guys. All right. You ready?
0: Sure. Let's do it, Jen. I think the audience is on the edge of their seat.
2: I am the very model of a modern cheating baseball team. I have information on the pitch before it is ever seen. I know if it's a curve, a change up, or a heater, or foreseen. From Altuve to Bregman and every player in between. We are very well acquainted with details of our scheme and use trash cans to hunt pitches that we can cream. About opposing signals, I am teaming with a lot of news. With many cheerful smiles as Astros hear all of your boos I'm very good at baseball, especially when I know what's next. Hack the pitchers' messages so even know who they sex. In short, it matters knowing when the pitch it is before it's seen, I am the very model of a modern cheating baseball team. I know baseball's history, stairways and the Black Sox. I still use hidden cameras to easily get base knocks. We have buzzers, cell phones, and even an Apple Watch. High five when I homer, but please don't check my crotch. I know our tactics make us hated from L.A. to New York, but they're just that good nettle that was full of court. I can quote Mark Grace to make them quit their crying. After all, in baseball, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Then I go into my trophy room and put on all my rings. Extend the middle finger and remember that we're still the kings. In short, flex, life forever despite you thinking it's obscene? Don't care because we're the model of a modern cheating baseball team. Oh, wow.
1: I will say that the world series has ended the last three years with the Houston Astros. If you beat the Houston Astros, that's how you win the world series. And it remained true today because the team that beat the Houston Astros won the world series. So congratulations to you, Texas Rangers, no sour grapes. We won our bets on Wednesday and they did it in five games. So good on you, Texas.
0: Jen, what are you doing on this network? That was was actually beautiful. Terrible.
1: (laughs) When I really, one day, when you guys hear me really well, I don't know if I'm going to really sing again like I used to. We'll
0: see. I used to. Every year you do the national anthem uh, for the same. Super Bowl. You time that out. And that's that's one of the highlights of the year. So I, I, just one more time. Just one more time. Dig back into it. Unleash the full vocals for us because I am so impressed. I mean, even though you're beating the hell out of me.
1: I've gotten nothing. I mean,
2: I'll just – I am the very model of a modern cheating baseball team. I have information on the pitch before it is even seen. I know if it's a curve change-up, or heater, or a two seam. From Altuve to Bregman and every player in between. We are very well acquainted with the details of our scheme and trash cans used to have pitches that we can cream up out of posting signals. I am teaming with a lot of news with many cheerful smiles as Astros hear all your boobs. Normally I do everything
1: really high, but...
0: Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I've got to move on because I'm just going to gush a little bit too much. Before I do, did AI and did the a uh, little bit of words with the guy do
1: much. Ca- yours was much better than the AI. AI. Like, well, like see, I just that. Barely, barely had to tweak it. It wasn't, you know,
0: but the AI. Um, does it radical. actually catch? does it actually capture your sentiments as an Astro fan? Like, yes, you guys did get caught, but come on. At the end of this, at the end of it, you're still throwing middle fingers up to everybody. Well, yeah, because you know what
1: happens is this team is so much better on the road, and I really do think it's because they enjoy being the villain now. So every time they go somewhere, they get booed. I mean, they owned Globe Life Stadium. If the World Series, I actually think the worst thing that happened to Astros was winning the division, because if they were the away team, they would have played better they just play better away it's the weirdest thing they had a losing record at home this year A
0: losing record oh my gosh all right well maybe that should be their new song as they enter the stadium maybe it should be you recording it maybe we should get some royalties for it but in the meantime we still rely on sponsorship to pay our bills so let's hear from caesars and then do our picks uh-huh. ok, we are back, and I am still recovering from Jen's talent that she just displayed, but I know it's not going to stop there because the number one analyst in America has more picks to give out. And since you are in the lead, since you do have honors here, Jen, you get to lead off with your heart pick. What okay. do you have for us today?
1: I This is definitely just a heart pick, okay? It's Mahome's over two and a half touchdown pitch passes on Sunday for plus plus one hundred and forty, And it mostly has to do with the fact that he had such a stinker last week that I think he's going to come back firing on all cylinders. I know they're going to be tired. I know they're going to be in Germany. I know all of that. I know he's only done this twice this season only. Um, but this matchup with the dolphins, I can see it turning into a shootout. They don't, I, you know, chiefs don't run with their lead games. Don't, lead with their run game guys it is really late we're recording
0: this <laughs> it is really late on thursday night
1: um so i'm just following my heart here and i'm going to say mahomes three touchdown passes sunday plus 140
0: okay uh so i entered into some games from ship jen i'm not going to lie to you okay. you haven't sent me your picks before any of our matchups this That's week right. so i didn't send mine to yours tonight uh, so you don't know what's coming. And I'm also just purposefully trying to confuse you. I am trying okay. everything. I am the Houston Astros of trendy players right now, willing okay. to go to any lengths to try to beat you. I feel so like you not, got,
1: you're going to make some big swings.
0: Not only did I not send you the picks, I am making big swings and I am making crazy selections, daring you to find okay. something the the tail beyond? Right, so my first one in the heart category okay. is a big blind bulls bet. Jed, you heard me say in an earlier episode that I think the Bulls pick and roll pick and roll defense is flat out atrocious. And okay. now arguably the most dangerous pick and roll duo in modern basketball history gets to play them on Saturday night, with Murray and Jokic licking their lips to take this on. To make matters worse. The Bulls play in Brooklyn on Friday night and then have to fly cross country into the Denver altitude to take on the best team in basketball less than 24 hours later. So my heart says the Nuggets are going to destroy them and there is no way I can miss out on this one. But the odds haven't been posted yet. So I am forced to go full Mike McD and Rounders and play this hand blind. And I'm also so well behind you. I have to go big. So perhaps in the very definition of chasing, I am playing a five leg same game parlay without even knowing the odds, Jed. So give me the nuggets to win and give me Jokic and Murray to each have 20 plus points and to each have five plus assists as they work the two man game to absolute perfection. I have no idea what the odds are going to be once they post them or if the nuggets are up by so much that the stars sit in the fourth, but this should at least let me sniff like that plus 300 plus 400 range or so that I need to catch up to you in this contest. And it forces you to follow me into the dark if you want to tail it. So my overall Confusion campaign, I'm trying to trip you up, is off to a good start. How is it going so far?
1: Okay, Brett, are you there? Hi. Brett, can Okay, Brett, I need I need your help here. Okay. It's like phone a friend on he wants to be a millionaire. Is is Toby telling me the truth about all these stats? Like, is he really selling me on this bet or is he leading me down some kind of a primrose path?
5: Uh I mean, Jokic and Murray are definitely the two best or the best pick and roll do yeah, I think I, think, I, I thought think that might good. be
1: true. The pick and roll thing is, you know.
5: Yeah, this- so the Bulls play a center named Nikola Vucevic, and Vuce like doesn't give a f- about defense <laughs> like that. You, yeah,
0: you have to beep yourself. You're just creating work for yourself, Brett. Come on, man. Oh, we're, oh, we're, this is like actually this is going to the- episode go? of all time. No. Yes, this, yes, this is on the podcast, Brett. You remember oh, that you for a podcast? I know we're, we're going. going I don't we're I thought this
5: is all going to be cut. Jay was going to hop right back. Uh, not now. Not now. It's, it's not. No, no. It's, it's Jay. I got to so. do a beep. Yes, Jen. He, uh, he okay. is. He has been. Uh, Nicholas Butchovich is not a very good pick and roll defender, and he's going against. I think second spectrum. The tracking thing had Murray right. pick and roll ranked number one in the in the league.
0: So, all right, you are, okay. a, I'm you just are g- a sick man. You are a sick man that you didn't even know you were on the air and you have second spectrum s- stats at the ready to help the number one analyst in America. You two are conspiring against You're me, conspiring. and I do not appreciate it.
1: I don't even know Brett's phone number.
5: Yeah, it's a weird, <laughs> well, it's no the weirdest does. phone. It's the weirdest phone in front history.
0: I'm just on a Zoom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, I'm just going to take it under consideration. I'm not going to make my decision yet.
0: Okay. All right. Move over to the head category so I can try to make mine.
1: Okay. Head category. We are focusing on Alvin Kamara this week. The truth is Alvin Kamara has been a beast. He's been averaging nearly nine targets per game since he's been playing this season. Um, We're taking him for over 31 and a half receptions. And we're also going to take him for over four and a half catches. So we can turn this into a nice single game parlay payout of plus 142. Here's the real sticker. He's averaging nine targets per game which is obviously by far the most for any player at the position. And the bears are allowing a league leading 62 receiving yards per game to opposing running backs. And they're allowing a 78.7% catch rate and a league worst 8.19 yards per target. So I, he's definitely going to get this receiving yards prop, the catch prop. You know, you never know, but Derek Carr hasn't been very accurate with the deep ball lately. You know, he could be, you know, dinking and saying, I know, you know, maybe game script isn't in my favor, but. Look, we're playing with house money right now, guys. So jump on board. This is the head pick.
0: Oh, I hate you, Jen. The the gloves are off. It's Friday. I can finally admit how frustrating I find you because you are crushing (laughs) me. I know this is going to hit. There's going to be no way I can catch up. And I have to fail one of your picks. I can't tail any of them to have any chance to make up the room. So that is tremendous. And I will be making that one as soon as we hang up here. But I have to let it go. And I'm so mad at you for putting it up in the first place. Okay. Uh, I, I have one that... I, I don't know. It's not as good as that one. I kind of just want to repeat what you just said, but I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker over 53.5 yards and Jason Myers over 5.5 kicking points to get you to plus 196 in the Seattle and Baltimore matchup. And I think this game has the potential to be both close and high scoring, a common a combination that makes a relatively modest total at both the running back and kicker position very viable. The Ravens give up an average of 88 yards. Run- rushing and 7.1 kicking points. So there's headroom there on the defensive stats and Walker has cleared this mark in six out of seven games as he also clearly remains the early down option in Seattle. As for Myers, he does one better than Walker as he has a perfect seven for seven at getting over 5.5 points per game this year. I worry a little bit about Walker's leg injury and losing some uh, reps to Zach Carbonet. Or Charbonnet, Charbonnet, I think it's Charbonnet mm-hmm. right? Yeah, increasing mm-hmm. his share of the workload, but all but Walker got sixty-six on just eight carries last week, and I'm being rewarded for the risk with almost two-to-one odds. So I'm fine with rolling with this Seattle same gamer on Sunday.
1: I like it. I don't. I'm not going to tail it. I'm not going to tail a kicker. I just can't do it. It just feels weird, and it makes me nervous. I'm not sure I'm going to fail it though. I got to hear it all. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to go uh, to fail.
0: Have you joined our revolution now that you're in League of Leagues and banished Kicker from all your other fantasy leagues? Like why? Is I've this already been in I've pages? been
1: firmly in that category for years. I hate Kicker. I mean, I'll still play in a league if I am required to roster Kicker, but if I'm going to start a league, there's no Kicker. No Kicker.
0: <laughs> I like how you phrased it right there. I hate Kicker. Like, you just emerged from a block <laughs> of ice after 2,000 I years. I hate Kicker. It's all what's <laughs> off. Uh, Oh, man. What I don't hate, though, Jen, is the heater category, because I ran the table. Congrats to the Rangers and congrats to me for hitting three straight run lines in games three three, three through five, netting me 7.3 units, which is the only reason this contest isn't over already. You also benefited from the first half of your Dallas double coming through in game five for you. And now you have the Cowboys money line still to go. Do you have any final thoughts on the World Series, Jen?
1: Um, mostly that it was a bit of a disappointment because it ended in five games. Like we wanted more baseball than that. And so I think that was the biggest takeaway I had. It's like, it's not that the teams were so bad. It's that we just didn't get more baseball. And in the end, that is a loss for MLB as, you know, adding on to what we were saying on the last episode, which is you did all this work to get people invested during the season. And then it kind of falls flat in the, uh, playoffs unfortunately honestly the and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Houston Astros fan um the best (laughs) series was the ALCS between the Rangers and the Astros it was excellent there was drama there's like the way team won every single game and with the full seven games you had you know people pimping their home runs you had hit batters you had like the whole it was just like what baseball is supposed to be so I kind of feel like if that were the World Series, which obviously couldn't be, they're both in the AL, but if if you had that for the World Series, it would have been huge. So anyway, that's my final thought.
0: Yeah, my final thought is screw Marte. The only time I needed him to come through. I know. Because I I hit my other legs. I hit my other legs at the end of the Thursday night game tonight with that pick. So I that was the only thing I fell short on. He took three walks instead. So screw you, Marte. Should have gone with my boy, Pordomo, who went 0 for 4 with 3 Ks yeah. to return to form. Uh, all right, Jen. We got one pick left to give out. It is the credibility pick. It is what is hopefully going to determine this matchup. And you have honor. So what are you going with?
1: All right. Here's my credibility pick. And I just want to say for the record, I have lost both my credibility picks this week. So I maybe <laughs> I don't understand how this game is played.
0: But I really, really really, like 17 units. It's pretty amazing.
1: (laughs) I really, really, really like this pick. It's Dalton Kincaid over 38 and a half receiving yards. Look, it's minus 125. There's no big payout here, but it's a credibility pick. The thing is, Dalton Kincaid has seen seven or more targets in each of his last two games. He's had like 65 plus yards in each of those as well. And we're talking about a Bengals team that just lost both their free safeties this season. They are allowing a ton of yards, 62 yards per game to opposing tight ends. So the Bills need to get Kincaid involved in this offense to keep them on the winning track. And I'm just, it's a nice low number for him over 38 and a half. So that's my cred pick.
0: Jen, you finally gave me an opportunity. You opened the door and I have to walk through it. Not only do I need you to lose your credibility pick in order to have any chance to win, I also have to fail one of your picks and you gave me one that's not going to have horrible odds. So, Kincaid, under 38.5 is minus 101. I am betting this for gamesmanship reasons. I think all of your reasons are sound, but I have no choice but to fade you. And you should have gone with something hardier that I couldn't have sunk my teeth into. Uh, I am doing that, though. I am sinking my t- my teeth into a nice juicy brat here over in Germany because I have to go with a German double for my credibility pick. I know I'm late on Oktoberfest, but it wasn't until November that the NFL headed that way. So for the first part of this German two-leg parlay, I am taking Tua to live up to his name and throw at least two TDs in this showcase game against the Chiefs. Given their offensive reputation this year, I am surprised to see he's only uh, got two touchdowns in five of the eight games as far as it feels at least like he does it every week right but I think everyone from Tyreek to Tua to McDaniels wants to show the Chiefs they are for real and a pair of airstrikes will certainly get the message across and then because I don't want to make it too easy for you Jen to tail and I'm forbidding you from calling Brett back in again you've already used your one phone a friend I adding don't need to the-
1: phone Brett for football Thank you oh, yeah.
0: What, what about the real football? Because oh, I'm nice. adding in the Bayern Munich money line and dark Klassiker against Dortmund on Saturday. Full analysis available for you and everybody else, Jen, on Covered in Glory. But in short, Dortmund are between star cycles right now, and Bayern is in fine form despite a shock loss and the DB Pokal midweek that I'm sure you were watching the entire match of. Oh, once they take riveting. care of business, once they take care of business on Saturday, and Tua comes through on Sunday, I'll be drinking dark beer in the winter circle when this one comes through at plus one eighty three for two units. Okay. Yeah, you got to decide what you're going to do.
1: Okay, so first off, I don't think I'm going to – I'm not going to tail you because the Chiefs is not actually allowed 11 touchdowns in eight games. Uh, But I don't want to fail you either. So here's what I have to do. So, like, here's the gamesmanship, right? I have to play defense right now. I don't need nope. to play offense. I need to make sure that you can't put up, if I fail this, it's not going to help me. What I need to do is make sure that I tail your your bet that's going to pay the most. So if you do win, I don't lose any ground, okay? I think that's going to be phone a friend bet. I think that's going to give us the best odds, the massive parlay. So I'm going to tail you, I'm going to tail you because I don't need the points unless there's a grand prize for max points that I'm unaware of.
0: Well, there will be a tournament of champions eventually. In fact, we're having the first round of it uh, Thanksgiving week where the first three people to beat me are on. You win, you'll come in for Christmas week, and I'll put up a prize. So I don't know if we'll have a max point bonus, but you've got to beat me in order to qualify, and I think you're well on your way. And playing defense is the right move here. Yeah, I'm going to play defense. You've got to follow me into the dark. And you have to play better defense than Vucevic, which makes that bet so appealing in the first place.
1: You're going to have to let me know if I win or not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have to let you know what the odds were, too, because we won't know until that game is posted on Saturday morning. All right, Jed, that was really fun. Let's go ahead and take our break, come back with the Second Guest Express, and head into the weekend.
2: to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price, price Priceline
0: Okay Jen, end of a long night end of a long week uh, but we have one more thing to do here, which is really rude, leaving a bet, a bet on the bench and making sure that it's going to outscore one of our starters. Not hard in my case, since I gave out a bunch of crazy bets. But what do you have tonight in the second guest express?
1: OK, my second Guess express. The only reason I'm not playing this is because I do not want to be overly exposed to the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. And I'm a fan. So I always like am cautionary about, you know, giving up bets about my own team. But. The matchup this weekend for CD lamb is so, so good. I'm taking him for over 72 and a half receiving yards. I'm parlaying that in the same game with over five and a half receptions to turn this into plus 114 single game mm-hmm. parlay payout. Lamb has 21 targets, 14 catches, 275 yards, and a pair of touchdowns just in the past two games. And hopefully Dallas has figured out that if they want to win, they need to get the ball to their best playmaker. That seems to be a difference maker. Um, The Philadelphia Eagles have allowed the most catches by far 134, 134 catches this season to opposing wideouts. And they've allowed the second most receiving yards for a total 1528 to opposing wideouts this year. So if CD lamb, I mean, CD lamb, 72 and a half AJ Brown is about 12 yards higher and he's facing a much tougher defense. I'm not saying that lamb is the better receiver. AJ Brown's looked amazing, Mm -hmm. but I look at this and I'm like, how do you not take it? So it's it's a parlay that pays pretty well. Plus 114, that's my second guess express.
0: And you have been money on the second guess express so far, famously in the first game, giving out a plus 300 that should have been in your bets, but wasn't. Uh, I am not as reticent to give out bets on my hometown team, and I'm doing so t- this tonight with the Commanders and Pats over 40.5. And I exhausted myself looking for the right set of bets like to chase that. you down. But if I was going with something simple, it would be the past happy commanders finding a way into the 20s and still right. finding a way to lose to Mac Jones in the past right. after trading away their defensive ends and quitting on the season. Howell is still playing to prove he's the guy, uh, though, for next year. And the Pats defense no longer scares teams around the league. So I think there is a wide range of outcomes in this game. But almost all of them are somewhere in the 40s in a game I will only watch because of ancestry obligation and for no other reason. So at minus 110 on a coin flip in a game that should feature some points from two bad offenses and two bad defenses, that's the best simple uh, simple bet I got and belongs in the second guess express.
1: I like it. I like that bet a lot, actually.
0: Hey, I got the actually at the very end with your last yeah. words, you yeah. hit me with, Hey, you actually said yeah. something that made sense. No,
1: I it. mean, it's, it's like, I, I tend to just get nervous about betting on like the commanders and the Patriots. Those are two teams that are just like you said, there's such a wide range of outcomes. Well, like Sam Howell still leads the league in dropbacks <laughs> and the yeah, commanders and- have allowed the most receiving yards to opposing quarterbacks. So if Mac Jones, I know they're without Kendrick Bourne, that's the part that probably scares me the most, but even still, you know, maybe we'll get it. Juju's Miss Schuster sighting.
0: That's why she's number one in the country, folks. I didn't even tell her what was coming and she still had all those stats at the ready. Um, So so Jen, this has been a real joy to have you on the show. I've been looking forward to having you on ever since I created it. Uh, But it's not the last time anybody can hear you on the extra points podcast network. Of course, you and Eddie are going to be doing waiver wire through the rest of the season. And then I would love to have you back when baseball comes back next spring, if not for the tournament of champions before then.
1: All right, I'm crossing my fingers for the tournament because I want to be, you know, up there. I want to be like in final jeopardy.
0: (laughs) Well, you're so competitive that I know know more more than beating me, you want to get other people in the mix. And so there's three or four people.
1: I got in trouble this week for just being generally too competitive.
0: uh, Go on, please. Don't let me stop you from telling that story.
1: (laughs) No, just. (laughs) <laughs> Apparently I compete with everything. I'm sorry. I apologize if I've competed <laughs> with you. If you've tweeted with me and I've competed back in a tweet, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. It's a good reminder that Twitter's not real life. So you couldn't have gotten into that much trouble, I would hope. <laughs> Uh, all right. But Real Life does have the Extra Points Network and it has all the great stuff that we put out this week. Please go listen to the 15-minute pre-g- pre-game show that we're super proud of, uh, Minus 3 with Hench and Damashek. Of course, go back and listen to Waver Wire to get you ready for the fantasy weekend, Lemur Pepper Parlay with another excellent show, uh, and then Covered in Glory with Brett and I if you do want to learn a little bit more about the beautiful game and the dark massacre that I am using to beat Jen this week. So until that time, Jen, loved having you on. I hope everybody enjoys yet another action-backed sports weekend. And we will see you next week where Brad Evans comes back to try to avenge the record low. He still has the lowest score in the history of the show. We'll see if he can do worse or better upon his return. So until then, take care, everyone. Talk to you next week.